everybody. Welcome to Happy Hour on itsneworleans.com. We're at the Collins Hotel at 3811 St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. And over the next hour or so, you'll get to meet three of the most fascinating and talented people who live here, and you'll get to hear some of their music. At the end of the show, you'll certainly be reassured that New Orleans is a fabulous city where people love to eat, talk, have fun, sing, play, and enjoy others doing the same. And if you're not lucky enough to already be here, maybe you'll find yourself booking a flight or a drive to visit us. So let's get on with happy hour. As I said, we have three guests today. Bachelor number one, John Dean Alphone, is a writer and filmmaker working on his first feature film. He's a native New Orleanian and a resident of New Orleans. He owns and operates a video production company here, Course Air Media Productions, LLC. He has already produced and directed 13 shorts, and he writes professionally for about the film industry for a whole bunch of publications we'll talk about later. Bachelor number two is Sig. Hello. To my right. He has a background in radio, if you can't tell. <laughs> He's now the director of marketing and partnerships at Rehaj. Rehaj. Rehaj <laughs> Entertainment. Let's do this a third time. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, you're fired. The company that produces Voodoo Experience, a huge music festival every Halloween weekend in New Orleans City Park. He professes to love everything about New Orleans and music, the food, the creative spirit. We will dig into that shortly. Yeah, you're right. Bachelor number three is my hero, James Andrews. He broke my heart last Thursday night, but uh, he walked in and said about three syllables, and I fell in love with him again. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you hear what I'm talking about. Yeah. New Orleans native has earned the title of Satchmo of the Ghetto, alias, that alias, back in his Treme neighborhood, and the name still sizzles in the city. That's right. <laughs> he has come up through a variety of brass bands, Treme brass band, New Birth brass band, before forming his own. That's right. Follow him anywhere. He puts on a hell of a show. And behind us, you hear Mitch Foreman on the piano. He has composed and is playing our theme song. Hey, Mitch. Hey, Mitch. Hey there, it's Mitch. <laughs> I didn't know he was actually playing. <laughs> he that's, is. That's live, man. Yeah. I like that song. Thank you. I didn't know. Yeah. So what's everybody drinking today? You're, you're, uh... Dr- I was, I'm a grasshopper. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're a grasshopper? <laughs> yes. What, what is you, it? Do what, you need another grasshopper? Perhaps. What is a grasshopper? Is that, is that like a drink it's, from like the nineteen fifties uh, or something like that? Creme de menthe, and um, it's a liqueur. Yeah. I've been to Las Vegas, and um, it seemed quite popular there. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you like it as well. Yes. Yeah. And they actually just served their first one ever here at the Columns today. <laughs> it's amazing. They're about to serve the second, I think. <laughs> James, what are you drinking over there? I'm drinking agua, water. Oh, we've switched bodies. That's yeah. what I normally drink. Drinking water. <laughs> Do you want something else? No, I'm good. Thanks. Okay. What's, you our, what's your name? I'm sorry? What's your name? Alex. This is Alex. All right, Alex. Serving yeah. us our drinks. Thank is she you. our bachelorette? <laughs> She's bachelor. She is our bachelorette. <laughs> Did you yep. strawberry? I'm good, thanks. And I'm, right. I'm drinking the Abita Amber, but I'm, I'm good for right now. All right. On yeah. draft, so, so good. Sig, so um, in your biographical information... Oh, no. I Something I wrote research. at 3 in the morning? Here's my favorite. <laughs> well, I have two favorites, actually. <laughs> These are the order of the notes that I received. You have an uncanny ability to turn any night into an all-nighter. That is and true. And then the next tidbit is that you've been married for 17 <laughs> years. <laughs> I think those must go hand in hand. Uh, I think it, that's uh, fortunately I have a very forgiving wife who um, whose name is No. Who's like yeah, <laughs> her name is Christine, and she's very forgiving uh, because literally I'll be like, ah, oh, look, I'm just going out. Yeah, I'll be home soon. I'll just just have a drink with somebody. And then I'll roll in as the kids are waking up for school. <laughs> it's like, oh, ah, man, you wouldn't believe what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that 
is that is lovely, Christine. Yes. And then my ne- my next favorite part is that it says you have two daughters, eleven and nine, mm-hmm. and then it says you have a four year old pit lab rescue named Butterbean. That is his which name. Which is a fabulous name, but I love that I know your dog's name and not your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Megan and Amanda. Megan and Amanda. Uh, but Butterbean, uh, I want to change his name to Dodger, but my daughters won't let me change the name because we adopted him from Zeus's place, which does great work on ah, Ferret Street. That's where my cat spent the day because of a um, exterminator uh, today. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. See my scars. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. You might want to have that looked at. I think you should nickname him Dodger. Uh, I kind of do, but um, but when we found him at uh, the Crescent City Classic, he had a little Dot Me shirt on, and he was like the size of this microphone. You know, he was like so thin, and my daughters fell in love with him. And I was like, great, we'll take him, but I want to change the name. And they're like, no, we're not going to change the name. We love mm-hmm. Butterbean, which is a great New Orleans name for two reasons. Butterbeans is a food, and of course... Yeah. Butterbean is the boxer, so you know. <laughs> I don't know who is Butterbean. The Butterbean boxer. was a real boxer yeah. in like the like seventies, eighties. Oh my god, he, he that's wrestled, amazing! Right? Mm-hmm. Thank you. In the eighties, nineties. I don't know. Like, that was a surprise. Eighties, nineties. Something like that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so there, there it is. That's Butterbean. Whoa, 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 wait, did you say you you found a dog with a shirt on? Uh, <laughs> Zeus's place was walking him around. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very good dresser. He's very dapper, very natty. He actually ties my shoes in the morning. <laughs> Wonderful. You, you can call him whatever street. you want. So what was Butterbean's real name? Sorry. It, Butterbean. When we got him, he was Butterbean. I mean the boxer. Uh, Butterbean. Butterbean. <laughs> Say again, Butterbean. They hang out. I think we might have to Wikipedia Butterbean at this point, but <laughs> that's what I got. James, do you have a dog? No. Do you have a cat? No. No pets. <laughs> no pets. No. Just some Not horns. Not at the morning. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Grant, your neighbor, Grant, who works on the show, is pretty good right, at finding yeah, stray dogs. Yeah. <laughs> he might be able to hook you up. They're all over the neighborhood, huh? Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. he just puts them through that. What about you, John? Uh, no pets. No pets? No pets. All right. What about you? Uh, absolutely. You got I, 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 I'm you trying got to quit. <laughs> yeah, and a dog and as well. Dog. Yeah. Yeah, I like to have them around. Yeah. I, uh, I understand the appeal of not having them, but... Um, once I once I know how many are out there and need homes, and I think about the yeah. r- the proportion of my sacrifice versus what it will do for them, I'm not very good at saying no. And and not for nothing, New Orleans is a great city to have Super dogs. Dog you know, because like, like you go yeah. to like you go to Wednesdays in the Square, yeah. you know, and uh, hang out down there. You know, you've played Wednesdays mm-hmm. in the Square. There's a lot of dogs out there. Yeah. Uh, you go anywhere in the city, you can take a dog. City park, Audubon Park. Oh, amazing! Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you found your dog was out for adoption at a foot yeah, race, right? Yeah, human yeah. foot race, right? It was a human foot yeah, race. that's a pretty good sign. That's a pretty dog friendly town. Are they allowed yeah. on the uh, streetcar? They're not, huh? No. We need to fix that. No animals. <laughs> no. No animals no and no chickens. daiquiris. You no can't city take, that's chickens. the one place you can't take your drink is the on the streetcars. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you can't if you get caught. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you don't look like a rule follower. You got to put a cap on it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so, Sig, your uh, your bio ex- expressly says that you love everything about New Orleans. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell me, um, you moved here how long ago? Moved here in '99, and I um, I I made a tremendous tactical error when I was moving here. We had been living in Los Angeles, and I had been offered a job to uh, come and do radio in New Orleans. And when they offered me a job, I was like, well, this is great. I'm coming to Jazz Fest for the second weekend. I'll just start the Monday after. What was, <laughs> that was like the silliest night thing. Night <laughs> like, like All Nighter. <laughs> yeah, like that was just the dumbest thing. I went straight from you know, Jazz Fest night shows to my first day of work. Uh, but literally had fell in love with New Orleans, the food, the music, the culture, the vibe, the people, the celebration, the fact that anything is a celebration, whether it's life or death or something in between. 
No place like this place. So uh, very happy to be here. Good. You're not going anywhere. No way. What was that radio gig that, that brought you here in 99? Uh, mornings on 106.7 The End, which was oh. the alternative station that got blown out during, the, uh, during our little storm called Katrina. Yeah. Yeah. So then it became a country station afterwards. And I stayed on the air doing the morning country show. And finally, I think they got tired of me referring to every artist as Toby Keith. And I uh, <laughs> no longer had that job. <laughs> <laughs> so. God, I hope you don't have Toby on the show. What about Steve Earle? <laughs> um, James, now, yeah. I don't even know where to begin with you. Where do we go, baby? <laughs> where do we go? Where do we begin? Oh, we could start with the music, the tremor. Yeah, please, yeah. bring it. Well, we just got back from off the road with Dr. Joan and the Blind Boys of <sighs> Alabama. Nice. And Kermit Ruffins, Arturo Sandoval, and Wendell Brunels. And we played at the... You uh, Academy of Music in Brooklyn called BAM. Call BAM. Oh, Brooklyn Very Academy prestigious. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 So we had a great time playing there. Every show was sold out. Wow. How many shows were there? We did three, four shows. So you're up there for a week or so? Mm-hmm. And where's next? Next is... Uh, Seems like every time we talk to you... Jazz Fest. To I'm really excited about Jazz Fest. How many times are you playing that? Oh, those, one, I guess those two weeks. Oh, one time. One time. That's all you need. You're in charge, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> Gotta get to the crawfish. That's all I need. Gotta get to the crawfish bread. No time to yeah. play. <laughs> You're right. All right, Sig. Tell us about. Tell our listeners who don't know about crawfish. Uh, about crawfish, bread. crawfish bread is this addictive little hot pocket of crawfish and cheese that is. <laughs> I don't know how you make it. I don't even know what it is. Uh, but all I know is it's gotten more expensive over the past couple of years. Um, bread and crawfish. Bread, right? crawfish, and yeah. cheese, and yeah. uh, it uh, will. Stick to the top of your mouth and burn it, but it is absolutely wonderful with some, you know, Tabasco on it. They also put sausage in it. There's a sausage bread now, and um, not a lot of places you can find it except for a jazz fest in the yeah. same same location every year. John, what do you like at jazz fest food wise? Do they well, serve grasshoppers at jazz fest? I don't <laughs> think so, but um, I I work with a cinematographer. He came to Jazz Fest and he really liked the soft shell crab yeah, po' boy. Oh, yes. that is a big one. That is one I hear about a lot. Yeah. But I like the alligator po' boy myself oh, for Jazz Fest because, you know, I don't, you know, I grew up here. I ate roast beef po' boys. I ate shrimp po' boys. So I don't eat alligator po' boys, but at Jazz Fest, I will have one. I, li- yeah. I like I like something that's no longer at Jazz Fest. At least it com- maybe it's come in and out. Like a grasshopper. Like a grasshopper. Well, grasshopper <laughs> would be an amazing addition, that's for sure. But the French fry po' boy, when I first came here, you could get a French fry po' boy at Jazz Fest, and I think a few restaurants still have it. But it's absolutely, it, it defines New Orleans. It's French fries on bread with gravy. I mean, it's, I, had, you know, it's I had an amazing night talking to Dr. John over a table this size. Yeah. And he was talking about that they used to call it the hallucination po' boy, he said, <laughs> because it tasted like roast beef. Yeah. But they were poor and they could they didn't have <laughs> the beef. And he, and he was talking That's about great. growing up with that in Mid City at Parkway actually. Yeah, Parkway yeah. still has it on the menu. Yeah. They still do. He had yeah. the gravy though. Yeah. The gravy's the key. Yeah. It's so good. No, I want one. And James, <laughs> you're just you're just echoing everything here. What's Thank your, you. Uh, I love <laughs> it. <laughs> I love it. Everything New Orleans I love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a uh jamma jamma girl myself. I'll yeah. go over there and get the uh spinach and the plantains oh, yeah. and chicken. Yeah, it's good. Mm. Um, James, we'd love to have you uh, play a song off one of your CDs right now. What Do you know what we're going to hear? How about Mr. Boss, Mr. Boss Man? Mr. Boss Man. Mr. Boss Man. You want to tell us about it real quick? Uh, can we do Nightlight? Oh. Well, <laughs> this song is wrote. We just come up, with the, uh, come up with the music and we come up with the theme for the lyrics. 
It was a song called Mr. Boss Man, somebody looking for you. <laughs> like your boss at your job. Right? <laughs> but was there was there a person yeah. in mind? That's the question. No, no. Just <laughs> in general. Conglomeration yeah. of bosses. Very nice. All right, cue it up.
All right, that was Mr. Boss Man, but James Andrews, who's just informed us, he needs to go to sa- yeah, go to a sound check, sound but we're not going to let him go. Armstrong <laughs> Somebody Park. sit in his lap. <laughs> Somebody sit in his lap, Armstrong Park. That's very fitting. Yeah, All right, John, you have a question for James. Okay, I looked you up on the internet, mm-hmm. and I, I saw about your initiative that's against gun violence, which is something... That's my cousin. Oh, I'm Glenn sorry. David, Glenn right? David. <laughs> sorry. I apologize. No, that's my cousin. We always get the same thing. Kind he gets Andrew the same Andrew thing back at him. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm <laughs> a fool. No, that's all right. That's my cousin. Got it. Yeah. So Glenn David is your cousin. Uh-huh. Troy is your brother. Right. How many? How many? Uh, how many of y'all play horns? In oh, the we got a few. I can't even. <laughs> Nobody counting. Yeah. We're just lucky if we come across you. Absolutely. Very nice. So you uh, you have two gigs tonight. Then you're headed yeah, to. Yeah, uh, heading to Armstrong Park. For when we let you go. For a free concert, and wow. then we go into the candlelight and jam out. Y'all going to be sorry when you're listening to this four days after this free concert we just told you about. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, very nice. Candlelight is amazing. Yeah, it is. No, I I, uh, I will. Uh, it's a great venue. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. great. Angelina's lovely. I, mm-hmm. I'm, that's my thing about New Orleans. You walk, I walked in there for the first time. I, can't, I hate to say that. It took me this long to get. But I walked in there Thursday night and got a big hug from the moment <laughs> <Yeah>. we walked in. <laughs> They're nice people. <laughs> They're so great. nice. So give a shout so out James, to the So, James, you're candlelight. playing during Jazz Fest? Yeah, I'm playing uh, the first Friday on the Blues 10 at 1 o'clock. And then this, you got a new album out right now. This is yeah. what these songs are from. It's uh-huh. uh, the Big Time Stuff. Big Time Stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. Tell us about that album. Oh, the Big Time Stuff. Just, you know, hanging out in Treme in the French Quarter. And all our hanging out, playing at the festivals around town. It's just New Orleans, big time stuff. It's just flowing out. Of yeah. You, you don't even. <laughs> it's just coming everywhere. You can't even help. But you, you really do. I, I actually re- vividly remember the first time I ever saw you live. You really are in your element when you're li- doing a live show, are you well, not? I try to take them Yeah. Now. No, yeah. yeah it's, it's palpable. Thank you. It is. I saw you at DBA. It was a few years ago. Thank you. Yeah. Is there is there any place like New Orleans? When you go as a musician, you walk on a stage. Like The thing I love about the city is. The fact that you can go to any club and guys like yourself, like last night on Twitter, I mentioned I was at Giacomo's. Next thing, Big Sam's asking me if I'm going yeah. to the Maple Leaf. <laughs> and I, are you playing? Is no, but I might stop in to blow some notes. You know, yeah. it's like the idea that anywhere you go, there's these world class musicians who can step up and play at any time. Is there any place else that you go that you get that kind of vibe, or is it like you walk into Brooklyn, you do your show, and you walk out of Brooklyn? Well, it's a lot different from New Orleans, but the thing is. Yeah, musicians, musicians, and we jam all over the world together. Yeah. And, you know, New Orleans musicians, is, they got the beat and they got the groove, you know. Have you ever played in a place nationally or internationally where you felt like you didn't feel it? Like it just wasn't, no, you infect everyone. No, we're yeah. bringing <laughs> Good it. Good answer. The guy, yeah. we're bringing it. I can't imagine it. I just, no, we're I'm, bringing it. The yeah. band before him felt that, <laughs> but he didn't feel that. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I just from yeah, just from my experience with him, I could I could imagine that that's, that's that actually kind of articulates exactly what's so special about this place. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, I don't. And like I, you know, the the musicians of this town are what drive this town. Musicians and chefs. And chefs. You, you, music. Yeah. Take the words that are right. Music. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. The, it's the same kind of creative art that's happening. It's they amazing. Go together, we celebrate them together. Yeah, and then what we were talking about before the show, too, is the film industry is just popping. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Popping right They're now. booming, huh? Yeah, I want to hear about John. I want to hear what you said. You were finishing up a feature oh, film? Oh, I'm making my first feature. It's called Substance. Like shooting it? You're uh, in production? or uh, We shot a trailer. Nice. Uh, you can find it on the internet, indiegogo.com slash substance. And are you the writer of I'm the I'm the writer, script? co-writer, director, and uh, yeah, it's a work in How progress. How can you be the writer and the co-writer? 
I'm sorry. I meant co-writer. Do you, do like, do you do that like? Director. I mean, you sorry. sit in front of the mirror and you like talk to yourself. I mean, it's, Sometimes so what if he does? You send back Google Docs with edits, and uh, no, I don't like this. This sucks. <laughs> must get two You're a hack. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. More Maybe. points on the back end. I like it. Keep going. Keep going. I so like it's it. film. It's filming here in town. Uh, we Is shot it? the trailer a uh, few months. You know. Is Not, it set here in town? Uh, it's set in Dallas, Shreveport, and okay. New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we're it's a work in progress, and so I'm pitching it to you know production companies in Los Angeles, New York, mm-hmm. here in New Orleans, whoever. And what's know. going on with music for this film? It's a music themed film. It's a slacker oh. road loop movie with lots of music. So, um, yeah, I mean, the whole drive is actually the music side of everything. Wow. And so. then who's doing the music side of it? Is that your, well, your other Well, I have one <laughs> musician who did a track, Kristen Hirsch from the band Throwing Muses. She contributed, but I need to get one of those, you know, high powered um, clearance houses. Uh, what are they? What's it called again? War- Warner Chapel. Harry Fox. <laughs> Harry Fox. I mean, I know what I want to do, Harry you know, Fox. and I'm open to talking to tons of musicians. I mm-hmm. need to talk to both of you all. I'll give you a CD. Okay. Great. <laughs> 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 I'm doing some and, business uh, on this show. And give you a CD. Yes, <laughs> there, thank you. You go. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> and I need to just get it done. Get it get done. Get it done. It's just a struggle. Yeah, it's gonna be difficult. It'll work out. It's been. It's got to be a challenge, right? Yeah, it's a huge challenge. Now, has, has the film industry being in town helped you with your project? Like, are you meeting the right people? Yes and does and it help no. you get to where I mean, you want to get to? Ultimately, you have to get to the money people sure. and the producers, you know. Um, otherwise, it's DIY style, do it yourself. So it's been. It's been or yourselves. <laughs> what about static TV? Is that good for, like, it has to be good for your short docs and stuff uh, like that, right? I put a short film on there. Maybe I need to get. Uh, oh my gosh, you're leaving, man? Yeah, James is leaving. James, Sorry, John, for the interruption. All right. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Bye, Thank James. you. Use the music, my friend. See All you right. <laughs> we'll see you in a few hours. Thank you. We got another song of, of uh, James's on CD to play for y'all later. So. You know, the great thing is if we go out to the streetcar right now, we can probably find another trombone player. Uh, <laughs> you probably have four on your phone. <laughs> we might be true. able to find a guy, but my phone's dead. <laughs> it died on the way over here. Um, so, John, you uh, traveled to New York City for school, and then it looks yes. like you stayed for a little bit more school. Yes. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I, I got my bachelor's degree from Columbia University, and then I got my MFA from City College of New York. I'm currently enrolled in a master's of teaching program at Xavier University. Toward oh, what? Toward uh, what? Teaching. <laughs> education. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Teaching your field Just of... to teach in New Orleans? Yeah. I hope so. I'm scheduled to teach a class at Our Lady of Holy Cross in the fall. A, so, a writing class? Or? Um, it's supposed to be a film. It's a literary adaptations to film class. This is all like me New just spilling my guts. I yeah, no, yeah. Oh, grasshopper. <laughs> Would you Tell like another? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to take a quick break just to uh, remind you, I'm uh, remind our listeners that we're at the Columns Hotel at 3811 St. Charles. If you're headed to New Orleans and need to book a hotel or a tour, or if you need tips on what to do while you're here, check in at the Columns and check within our friends at neworleans.com, the official New Orleans travel site. And we'd love to have a song, which sounds like it has started from our musical um, guru, Mitch Foreman. So Mitch, bring it. No, that was the, uh, that was the theme song for the, uh, <laughs> was my, 
<laughs> that was the yes. song. That was it. That's all I got. <laughs> that was really beautiful. <laughs> no, no, it was the song, like for whatever the uh, commercial. Oh, song, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we just started doing it, kidding around the other day. Oh, I thought it sounded yeah, good. I like that. This is our first time together, so I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. I guess I was supposed right. to talk over that, but I, I we, were. we would love to hear. You can, uh, you can do it again <laughs> if you'd like, and they can edit it. Well, I, you can just play your next original song, and we'll talk right through that if you like. <laughs> okay. Or not. Whatever you want to do, you're the we, boss. We do want to hear a song. I will not talk through it. Okay, this song is, uh, I'm going to play a song by Wayne Shorter. It's called Fee Fi Fo Fum. <laughs> <laughs> You said that was by Wayne Shorter. Wayne Shorter, yes. Is that a friend of he, yours? Uh, you know what? He's a he was an employer and a friend a long time ago, but he's a, one of the greatest living sax players around. Very nice. Founder of Weather Report. For those. Who are wow. Nice. Co-founder. Co-founder. Very nice. And he played with Miles Davis. He did. He did. I got did you? One thing right. <laughs> I never yeah, played with things right. You did. I never got to play with Miles Davis, though. I did meet him and went to his house. Did he just look but at you in silence what the was entire his house time? Like? No, his house was. I went to his apartment in New York. Um, it was where cool. was it? It was on like uh, Central Park uh, East. So very, very nice. Yeah, it was nice. I, I have my little Miles Davis stories. One time, I was living in New York, and he called in the, like real late at night. And he was called me from Malibu and asked me how you tune a bass. And then hung up. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so, That's very random. Yes. <laughs> nice story. Anyway. That's great. I love it. So, 
So if, if we didn't make it clear, James actually had to dash off to a sound check. So I believe we have a um, surprise guest stepping in. Please join us. <laughs> Welcome to... Hi, Mary Vanette. Mary. <laughs> and tell us how you got to the table with us today at Happy Hour. I am in from Los Angeles. I live in Hollywood, and uh, I'm in town with my husband. It's our first vacation since we got married. And Hi, we're, husband. We are old as oh, dirt. I saw him at and it's the first time we've ever been married. I totally saw him at the penthouse club last night. <laughs> Dude, good to see you. Wow, look, you Hi, cleaned Chris, up nicely. Christine, enjoying the show. <laughs> I know your producer from many moons ago, decades ago in New Orleans. Yeah, From this one? Yeah, the crazy, the crazy Kiwi. Yeah, very nice. We just dashed out and found you as a guest. Very good. Well, welcome back. It feels really good. I have never been back since I left in 2000, January 2001. Wow. I moved away from the city and moved to Los Angeles. I'm from Michigan originally, and I moved to uh, Los Angeles not knowing what I was going to do, and I ended up having a career in beach volleyball. <laughs> wow. <laughs> do, doing what exactly? Um, I didn't play. <laughs> I didn't play. I, um, I started out by doing marketing and PR for them, and I ended up being the uh, vice president of HR for a beach volleyball tour, and I'm like the most inappropriate <laughs> HR Apparently in not. The land, you know. But it was uh, it was really fun, and it's uh, was a completely different career than I ever thought I would ever do. But it taught me that, like, well, you know what? Whatever I do end up doing, I'll I'll be able to do that because. I was the VP of HR for the beach volleyball team. <laughs> <laughs> like, that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> did you find that job online when you get out there? How did you happen into it? I got I got hired. I was a temp. I was a temp. I was working at a temp agency, uh, and they're like, yeah. you know, we need you to go work for this guy. He represents Shaq and <laughs> Pamela Anderson. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah, yeah random, no, that's how it works. Absolutely, completely random. And then that guy ended up buying the beach volleyball tour, so I did that, and it was. Um, like I like I like was with like the California Southern California lifestyle coming from Detroit and then to New Orleans, which New Orleans is not unlike Detroit. It's got way more Whoa, style and personality yeah, here. Yeah. But we were we went to the candlelight. I heard the guy um, James earlier. Yep. He said that he's going to the candlelight tonight. We went there. Oh my it's gosh! Dreamy, isn't it? So dreamy. I mean, I felt like I was in a church basement, <laughs> and I, they were like, "And there's some Did red beans you? and rice." Yes. Yeah, so it was like a woman <laughs> sitting there with a big bowl of beans, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll have some." The crazy thing is, there's a lot of re- lot of bars that do that. You know, if you go to Snake and Jake's, there, I don't know if I would eat it, but I, you know, I have. Oh, I would <laughs> eat it. I totally would eat it. And you, like you got to question the fact <laughs> you're eating stuff at Snake and Jake's, but like there's just the, or that or Vons, Vons, same kind of thing, Saint Rock. Um, pals does it you know it's yeah. it's it's like it's literally like going to like a, a church dinner and you're really not sure <laughs> yeah. who made it but man does it taste good it was so awesome the woman came up and said that, what do you have to drink <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever you're having yeah. <laughs> I know whenever we happened in last Thursday night and James wasn't there and the brass band was on the way out something happened and then there was a group picture taken of everyone who was there I don't know who took the picture I don't know where it's going but it was like a church basement. It was just the Well, it's, it's on Facebook, so <laughs> you can pretty much count I, on that. I'm proud. I hope, I'm ta- I hope they tag it. I'll be proud. It's so awesome. <laughs> We're running around and tagging ourselves and <laughs> taking pictures and tagging other people. And I mean, it's just like this whole city. It's like, I, you know, you step in and you're like, you move a little slower. Yeah. I've got friends in town from D.C. right now 
They got in town two days ago, and they're literally pulling their hair out. They're like, why does everything take two hours? <laughs> Dude, it's hey, New Orleans. <laughs> Have a drink. You'll no, be yeah, okay. You're exactly missing stuff. Fine. If you're running past <laughs> stuff, you're probably missing stuff. John, how does it make you feel as, a, as the native New Orleanian at the table <gasps> here? People just oh. raving oh and falling in love with your, your home city. Uh, well, I think that's great. I mean, here we are, right? The Columns Hotel, the movie <laughs> Pretty Baby was shot here in he 1970. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. an exhibit in the other room. Brooke Shields yeah. as the young yes. poor. Yes. yes. <laughs> now we're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. What are you drinking? What's it's that? It's a grasshopper. <laughs> it's on his lips. It's it looks like it's actually it's separating all, or yeah, something. Yeah, it's all separated. <laughs> it's separating. We're not drinking dreaming. fast enough. We're gonna, yeah. We need to put a picture of this You know, we actually made a, t- we made a tactical <laughs> drinking error here because uh, the columns, does anybody know what the columns are best known for? No, but I'm ordering it next. What is it? <laughs> What's Please the columns best known? Anybody know what they're best known for? Sazerac? Maybe no. No. Bloody Marys. Oh. Any, they, I guarantee you if you go somewhere in the wall, they've won best Bloody Mary for 10 years from uh, half the magazine town. We've made it, it, it's okay. not exactly Bloody Mary hour, but they're very, very well known for their Bloody Marys. I'm having that. I'm having everything. I'm having that grasshopper. I'm having Bloody Mary. It's whatever hour you want it to be. Tomorrow is going to be ugly. <laughs> Bloody so. Marys and grasshoppers. That is not going to be pretty. All right. So, Sig, your um, oh my notes on you also say adopted Saints fan. Yes. And, yes. John, are you a Saints fan? Of as course. Having grown up here? Huge. And then, Mary, what about you? I liked the Saints when I was here. I liked the Lions when I was in <laughs> Detroit. And I, you know, I, I just don't care like I can't I try to care because I was like in the sports industry I'm like yeah go team you know (laughs) and it's just like it's fun to be a part of something that everyone else really likes but I actually truly don't care and I I went to University of Michigan like I I loved Michigan football when I was there but you know now it's like Go team! You know, like, yeah, I hope they win. Who's playing? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Well, I, I became a, I, I grew up in D.C., so I was a Redskins fan my entire life. Oh, and, dear. you know, loved, back when I was growing up, they were a good team and won Super Bowls. But, and when we moved here, I still was a Redskins fan. And then, of course, I think, and I'm sure, you know, you know this better than I do, but like, the storm was polarizing and it changed how you viewed everything in the city. And, uh, even though the Saints were woeful after the storm, uh, there was something about that joining together and being part of that and getting excited about the game. And the game, for that couple hours, made everything okay, no matter where you were, no matter how bad it had been with the insurance adjuster just uh-huh. hours before, no matter how bleak it was, everyone rallied around it. And that moment was what made me become a Saints fan, truly be a Saints fan. And uh, fortunately... Got to be part of a really amazing wave of, uh, of history. Where did you watch that game? That was the Falcons um, game. I watched uh, well, the, the punt block, the Steve Gleason punt. Um, I watched that game, sadly, at Buffalo Wild Wings in Slidell because I had <laughs> Ooh, to host a... Wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of the great moments of my life. Um, like, can you please stop? I was on Magazine Street when I saw that. <laughs> I, you were where? Yeah, on go. Magazine Street. I just had to. It's, it's no, look, I no, moments. I just have to give. I have to explain this because it's it's not where I would have chosen. I had a radio <laughs> radio station remote. My radio station did a Monday Night Football thing every uh, Monday night. 
So I was hosting that, so I had to go out to Slidell to go. We need to talk about this guy working for a Voodoo Fest. So, you know, you can't let this slip away. That's so he true. was in radio. Now he works yeah. for, like, That's this amazing, true. amazing music festival. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, I got to hear you kiss Big and see their deal. fireworks free from Big my house. Deal. Sorry, Did you really? I, wasn't, I wasn't there, but I lived in Mid-City <laughs> okay. at the time. Uh, no, we know we love it when people we love it and we hate it when people in mid say like, oh man, we love the fact we don't have to pay to go to the show. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well, thanks for not calling the cops. <laughs> you know, like as long as you don't complain, we're cool. Um, but yeah, the fireworks for Kiss were incredible, and yes. that was one of the uh, really interesting shows that we've put on in the course of the history of the event. So. Are it's you fun. a, uh, John, are you a voodoo, fe- I mean, excuse me, yeah, voodoo of experience <laughs> yes. veteran and I attendee? I tell all my friends to come to Voodoo Fest. I tell them, hey, you know, come to Voodoo Fest. Go to Jazz Fest, but come to Voodoo Fest. And why? I'm why? trying to coach why? my yeah, language. No, yeah, your gestures <laughs> Well, because are... I'm of the Voodoo Fest generation. I'm, you know, Gen X. Okay. You know, so it's a more in line. I had a great time this year. I saw Lee Burridge. I saw Soundgarden. That yeah. was amazing. Wow. So it was just a wonderful experience. Well, thank you. You're very, very kind. We, uh, we are, we, being that, especially since you're a local and you were there when 99, when it started and all that, you know, you've grown up with it, which is great. And I met this guy. His name was DJ Swamp. He performed there. Sure. And um, I did some publicity for him. And so, uh, yeah, that's, nice. that was another. But I really enjoyed it. I always do. And Creation. I saw Creation. She was incredible. <laughs> that was hilarious. She, uh, if you don't know who she is, she is a 21-year-old rapper from Oakland who um, nice. somehow has blown. She blew up on the internet. Next thing she knows, she's producing a video for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. She is, uh, who knows if she'll have a career in two years, but we caught her at the moment. When she was exploding, she was cool. She was great. I hope she does have a career. Yeah, and she put yeah. like a lot back? of time into her Halloween costume. Like she was a slasher film victim, <laughs> and she we interviewed her, and she spent like ten minutes talking about all the preparation she put into this costume. Ooh, she needs to live here. With she, all that costume. she has the right spirit. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. Is, is she coming back or what? what uh, probably have? not. Uh, we don't repeat a lot of people from year to year, except for the, the local guys we spend a lot of time with. But um, with people from out side of New Orleans, we try to change it and, and rotate it and keep things moving. And we haven't announced this year's lineup yet, okay. and we're working on it, and okay. there's a bunch of Ooh. great things that are... You would tell us, but then Where do we sell it to? Two more grasshoppers! <laughs> Go. Go. Come on, tell, give us a hint. Tell, a hint. Yeah, no, just tell us when and um, where we can find that out. Uh, the voodooexperience.com, and we will be announcing something soon. And, on, uh, and other on, surprises. Just one, just one, su- little, one little, yes. little taste. Uh, there one he little might be taste. the one to get his last name out of um, no, I got Come nothing. <laughs> okay, I have to say something. Seeing Soundgarden, that w- there were two bands that I missed in the 90s. Soundgarden was one of them. My Bloody Valentine was the other. Oh, uh, yeah. So, there you go. Uh, Soundgarden, I I had never seen Soundgarden. I had never seen Rage Against the Machine. And both were bands that we brought to Voodoo the past couple of years. And was, you know, absolutely amazing. And maybe this year we'll have another one you haven't seen. That's all. Uh, Not My Bloody Valentine. But hopefully there's another band that you haven't seen that we'll, we'll bring to town. <laughs> I would like my Bloody Valentine, by the way. But they're not playing, so. 
I can tell you that for sure. Okay, okay, we've eliminated that one. Okay, now. <laughs> now, Mary, are y'all in town for something? Is, did you arrange your trip around certain dates? It's the Swingers yeah, Convention, isn't it? Hey, ah, hey. You know, there is a Swingers Convention that happens here. It's huge. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Massive. It's New Orleans. And, and scary. <laughs> um, we came, uh, a very good friend of mine is working on a show called Pitbulls and Parolees. Yeah. Have you seen yeah. that show on Animal Absolutely. Planet? My, wait, wait, wait. My next door neighbor is one is the prop master slash oh, okay. art director oh. for that television Isn't that the yeah. one with the little midget guy? No, that's Pit Boss, I think. Pit, Pit Something like that, yes. Pit boss. My, I, I, my daughter loves that show. <laughs> that's all I know. And my neighbor is from Detroit, by the way. You're kidding me. No, no. I have two people. I live in this like weird Victorian mansion. As you should. Um, uh-huh. As I should. <laughs> and um, two people talking about the film industry i have a friend who is a set painter she's from alabama union and then the other one's a prop master slash art director and she's working on this tv show yeah it's a show it's a woman who has a pitbull rescue in that was in california and they built the show around her she hires only parolees so these are all guys that have got been let out of prison and it's a pit bull rescue with like 200 pit bulls. And these parolees train the pit bulls. And it's so it's sort of a metaphor for like, you know, the forgotten things of society. Like, you know, the parolees are all demonized and so are the pit bulls. Mm-hmm. And then they're together. And this woman is like this force of nature. Her name's Tia. And she's got two daughters, Mariah and Tanya, who are also on the show. And they run this pit bull rescue. And they sort of, they tried to move to a place called Tehachapi, I think, in California. And the community did not want them there. They were like, down with, you know, criminals. Pit bulls, and down pit with yeah, criminals. Yeah, down with boo, boo, boo. And so they came to New Orleans. And so they have a warehouse Everyone's there. cool with it, you know? <laughs> like, what? Bring your yeah. criminals. Bring your pit bulls. And we'll give you money. Tax credit. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So um, Stacy is, is, uh, is a makeup artist, but she's also a person who really believes in that whole idea of, you know, she has a pit bull herself and the whole, you know, thing of like, humanizing people who have been demonized by society and so she's one of the people that they brought because they hired locally for everybody else but it's like Stacy can deal with this woman Tia who is you know a force she's a force and she's got to put on makeup to be on a TV show and she's all like I got to deal with pit bulls okay out of my way <laughs> and so Stacy can be there mascara. and say okay That's just, great. I'll just get the mascara <laughs> as you fly by so I didn't realize they were doing that show here is this going to be are. like the new home of the show forever yes. mm-hmm. yep they moved great show. they moved they moved these 200 dogs across the country. But not the parolees. They just found local. They yeah. found local parolees. Well, we separations. have lots of local talent. So. <laughs> yeah, they found local. They did move some of the parolees. That, like, did they? Some of the show regulars came out yeah, here as no, well. Yeah, no, I wonder. I just wondered about the bond between yeah. the humans and the dogs. I mean, we just sort Yeah, of and it is a bond. I mean, it's like they know. Yeah. And the, the dogs are characters on the show. So she's, so anyway, Stacy's staying down here. And uh, so we were like... I was like, I gotta go back to New Orleans. Aww, like I had, I just had, yeah. And then you saved great. the day. It's oh, NewOrleans.com. So, it's just so fun. It's just great <laughs> to be here. Hey, Mitch, do you have a song about pit bulls or parolees? I got a. It's a song about the love that people have for pit bulls called "There Is No Greater Love." And one, oh, once, we can't wait to hear Once again, it. the parolees are forgotten. <laughs> it really is. Demonized. <laughs> it's a stretch. It's really yeah. not about <laughs> pit bulls, but it's, it's an old standard. It goes something like this. An old standard about pit bulls. Old standard about pit bulls.
we're all in love. Nice. Mitch, <laughs> how old are you? You've played with all these guys. How you sound like you're like twenty four. I'm twenty four. It's <laughs> going on going on fifty. You know what? It's it's weird, but I think I'm fifty six. <laughs> wow, you uh, you sound very young. Young at heart. Yeah. Today I had a yep. funny moment with young a friend of mine's uh, son. Uh, his son is nine years old, and I was telling him how I skateboard in the Superdome, and he goes. He looks at me and goes, aren't you an adult? <laughs> I said, that's a, that's a question we've been asking for a while. That's funny. There's no quick answer. Hey, John. So I wanted to say something. So you, and oh, I, wow. you and I have very diametrically opposed, maybe opposes too he's strong a word. He's talking to say. Lives, because like, wow, you like you've been married, you have children, like... I'm not even in a relationship. Right. <laughs> it's like amazing to me. Right. So just, I wanted to throw that out. But you know what? I, honestly, that's New Orleans also. You know, New Orleans is a city where people of all different walks of life, and, and there's things that bring us all together. At happy hour. Happy hour is one of them. And, but, but really, like the great thing about this town is you can walk into any club, any, any bar, any nameless bar that you've never been to before and sit down to people who are of totally different lifestyles and backgrounds and all those things. And somehow, whether it's the Saints or it's Mardi Gras or corruption, you know, we all kind of find that place. And the two women in my building uh, are also, they have very different lifestyles for me as well, the ones in the film ministry. So. Wait, you sound like you have more to say. <laughs> oh, I have a lot to say about the film industry. But Sig was saying Sandra Bullock, Leonardo DiCaprio. Let's hear about that. I got I got nothing on them. I just know that a friend of ours called us. I just saw Leonardo DiCaprio. He's getting out of Sandra Bullock's house. She was freaking out. You know? <laughs> I wonder what he was doing. I would I definitely be freaking out. He was stealing stuff. He was he broke in through a window. He wasn't staying there. He's staying someplace else. How cool to watch him steal from Sandra Bullock. <laughs> right. I love that. John, you just need to go to Whole Foods. That's that apparently is the hotbed Whole for celebrity. Whole Foods. Uh, That's a whole sightings. conversation. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even giving you the full story. <laughs> Truth is stranger than stranger than fiction. Right? Another grasshopper for the man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's find the story. Let's find He's the story. Just give us a litany That's of things that he won't story. tell us about. <laughs> I will not talk about Whole Foods. It's a Le Bon Ton story. Um, but what was your oh, well just that um i had when i first moved here i had trouble deciding whether people who are from here really knew what they have know what they have um because i think when you don't and, yeah. and you move here you know it, either you get it or you don't and if you get it you stay and and you i just in your bio it listed that you are very proud of having been to 47 states yes so as the, again, native New Orleanian at the table, do you feel like you had to leave and see what else was out there to, to understand that the rest yes, of the world is the not like the irony is that the only other city I would live in in this country is Los Angeles, right. as I point yes. to. We talked about the similarities yes. before yes. the show. That's there the are some. the only other place that I would live in this country. I love Long Beach in particular. Long Beach is amazing, uh -huh. yeah, absolutely. And so Los Angeles is the only... I lived in New York for 13 years. Um, yes, I love New Orleans. I take it for granted, probably. I mean... It's so awesome here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I didn't think I'd like Los Angeles either. I didn't think I would 
you know, I thought I'd move there and it would be real, oh my God, so plastic and all these people. Where's the real people it's like so in cool New Orleans? There. And they, they're, there's real people. Of course yeah. there are. I mean, there's <laughs> the stereotypes about anywhere. Pretty well, you know. Yeah. You got you, you to find the people. You know, you got to find people that you want to be around. Yeah, right. your people. Right. The, the fortunate thing in this town is everybody's your people, you know? <laughs> Did you say unfortunate? No, I said fortunately. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely, fortunately. I love yeah, that, good. you know? That's, uh, that's a great part of being in this town. I don't think a lot of people from New Orleans judge people. You know, no, like I lived in so New York welcoming. And it's like you have to be there for 10 years to be a New Yorker. And I think people here no, my fa- don't my, really care. One of my favorite quotes about New Orleans, I heard it right after I moved here, was a friend of Trent Reznor's, apparently when he was living here, said, and, or right, I guess, before he came, said, everybody in New York's trying to be cool. In New Orleans, nobody's cool, but everybody's having a great time. <laughs> 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 Cool. Don't Everyone's take a having a great time. Oh, great, and they great time. are cool. <laughs> yeah. I think well, some of the coolest people here, of course, here's my quote, of course is, are that. the people who are not trying to be cool. Yeah. I think that was you the know, point. I read some woman who was, you know, in the Times Picayune today, she got arrested because she didn't have the money to pay a taxi, but she went to jail and she got a ride home from the police. <laughs> I think that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We think you're right. I I can see that happening. That that sounds like a very true New Orleans story. Yeah. All right. Um, we are getting close to running out of time, but sick. Like, I got to ask you because I have aspirations. Okay. I have, I have um, fixed knees and aspirations. Beginning surfer is on your. Uh, <laughs> yes. What to hear about that? I'm a begin. I I um, last year we produced the uh, first ever world championship of surfing in New York. What? In, yes, in New York, um, <laughs> in uh, Long Beach, New York. And in doing so, I had became, excuse me, that's my stomach. Um, <laughs> I haven't eaten today. Uh, I became very fascinated with surfing and had always kind of been a surf fan. I grew up as a Beach Boy fan. I was a skateboarder, all those things, but I never surfed. And being around all these surfer guys, I just wanted to learn to surf. So last year, I learned to surf and uh, absolutely fell in love with it. Like it is the most, it is karmically delicious yeah. to jump in the water with a surfboard. Even if you blow, and I, like I, <laughs> I know how to wipe especially. out. Like I can wipe out. Like there's no tomorrow, and I, I'm, I'm gonna go surfing this weekend in, uh, in Pensacola. So, come on, two foot waves. Wow. So uh, that'll be fun. Those are the Very best nice. ones to surf, though. I, <laughs> yeah. I learned to surf when I moved to California. I was like, Very nice. I'm in California. I'm now going to learn to surf, and it's really a great workout for your arms yeah, yeah. oh gosh core and your i'm an core, awful right? swimmer i'm awful at swimming <laughs> like like, I'm, so tired. like I'm like like if i don't come back just you know if i'm not back in five minutes i'm dead just come find me <laughs> so uh yeah so you're gonna surf you gonna um learn? yes i want to go to surf camp great i, I got talked out Where? i got talked it. out of it in los angeles and and it's one of my great regrets so i'm gonna fix it I no don't know. do it I don't know. we, we were on vacation Rica, in hawaii and i wanted to take my daughters to learn to surf with me and my wife and we went to Surfer Girls Surf Camp, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought would be great for the girls, but they were terrified. And my my but wife, you on the other <laughs> I, I did. I enjoyed it. And my wife fell in love with Sharky, our instructor, and she literally was telling my daughter, she's like, he is she a, didn't fall. In that's love. why no, she doesn't mind no. if you stay out all night." She <laughs> fell in love. Like no, she did. She was like, "He's a nice butt." I'm like, "Christine, seriously, you have to say that in front of the girls." <laughs> like, she like Sharky is coming to Thanksgiving yeah. in our house. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, <What> but. Time? <laughs> Surfers are so there hot. was there was some love for Sharky. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Give a shout out to Sharky. Literally, if you ever meet my nice wife <laughs> and you say to her, "Hey, do, do you know a guy by the name of Sharky?" She'll go, "Oh my god, he's so beautiful." <laughs> I promise you. Promise you. Is she cooking? Is she cooking? 
On Thanksgiving. Uh, yes, we make a big deal about Thanksgiving. <laughs> we don't do the turducken. I'm sure you are you a turducken person, being Norwegian? Yeah, my I was introduced no. to turducken from uh, my friend Roland. Uh, he's from Acadiana, and a turducken is a duck inside of a chicken inside of a turkey. <laughs> As a it's big a chicken. Thanksgiving thing. <laughs> so yeah. Only in New Orleans. Definitely Louisiana, yeah. weird thing, but to me, it's fairly normal. Yeah. But I was introduced to it by Roland. Hey, you Bowers. found some common ground. <laughs> yes, we both like no, the Turducken. No, I already <laughs> found the crea- common ground with creation. You guys going to like rumble yes. outside oh, afterwards. You're like a pl- <laughs> sitting across no, from the table. I think the, the opposite. The <laughs> I think we're going to, they're going to pull an all-nighter at the bar. <laughs> Here we go. Mom's just going to have to stay oh. open all I'm going to have to call my wife. I'm like, you know that dinner party we're throwing tonight? I think I missed it. Wait, you have a gig tonight too? Not a gig. We have friends coming over for dinner that my friends from dc who think everything takes too long so so on purpose we're going to take a really long time (laughs) making dinner tonight just to drive them crazy (laughs) all right well i hate to do it but i think we have to wrap up mary thank you so much for joining us you were great we're gonna have you back next time you're in town sig thank you so much we'll go surfing yeah we'll go surfing (laughs) y'all go drinking John, <laughs> I'm drinking while I'm surfing. Thank That's you. What I'm doing. Oh yeah, why did I make that distinction? And Mitch, thank you uh, as Welcome. always. Our show, Happy Hour on itsneworleans.com, is produced by Grant Morris, Anoush Karun, Trish Kaufman, and Graham DePonte. Our associate producer and technical director is Chris Kehoe. Our musical director is Christian Unruh. Our web designer and man who hopefully translates our stuff to make sense to the real world is Cliff Brigden out in. Is written and played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on the show, please contact us at itsneworleans at gmail.com. As always, we recorded here live today at the Columns Hotel. Check out our other happy hour shows and our other shows out to lunch with Peter Raschuti live at Commander's Palace. Mindset with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Pajic and True to the Game with Chris True and Tammy Nelson. Love a good psychiatrist. <laughs> Maybe we should get you on Dr. Nick's show. Somebody write that down. Keep up with us by liking It's New Orleans on Facebook, following us on Twitter, and subscribing to our podcast on iTunes. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. Again, our thanks to Mitch Foreman on piano. I'm Mindy Haas, your host. We'll see you next time on Happy Hour.